Hello, and welcome to the Red Eye Circus. Tonight I will be talking about foreign hoarding, no, phone hoarding, as we say. Uh, people who either take di digital images, screenshots of recipes or anything else that they'd like to look at at a different time, and they just cannot get rid of them, and how it associates to hoarding in just general. So here we go. I'm going to be talking to my friend Doug, and welcome to the circus. <coughs> Doug. Hey. There you are, baby. What's up, man? Just finishing up work. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, tonight I'd like to talk to you phone hoarding. <laughs> Okay. Phone hoarding. Do you know what it is? Uh, well, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Is first thing I thought of was you know, you know, keeping as many phones as you can and have them all piled up and on top of your piano and. <laughs> yeah, you know, just you know, you got all these like, you know, like from from 1997 yeah, like until current day. You know, you just want yeah. them. You know, yeah, you got like 15 rotary ones. Yeah. It kind of all ties in, like, like you know, to hoarding in general. You know, like, when I was a kid, man, my dad was just fucking convinced that every single National Geographic and TV guide that he ever got in the mail was going to be worth something one day. So he put yeah. them all in boxes, put them all in the basement, and then the basement flooded. And then he wanted me to sort through all these basement ones in order to find which ones were preservable and which ones were not. And I was just like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to know? You know, like, you know, no, I took all of them. Almost every one of them is useless and you just can't break it to them. <laughs> yeah, I took all of them, you know, and I sorted through them. And I took him to a dealer, and he's like, yeah, each one's worth approximately about $10 to get it out of my fucking store, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it was a lot of time expenditure and, like, you know, not on their, not on the hoarder's part, but on, like, your part, like, <laughs> to get rid of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, phone hoarding. You're talking more like the... Uh... Everything for for like all time. Wait, for some odd reason you were breaking up there for a minute. But what did you I say? Said, I said you're. I think you're basically thinking like you know keeping taking pictures of everything and you know, keeping them forever because you know it'll never happen again or you can never find it again. Exactly. Well, that that you know, we're all guilty of that by association. Like, you go onto a, a, a fucking a social media uh, platform, you see a recipe that you like, and you're like, oh, oh, okay, I'll take a fucking you know, swipe the phone, I'll take a picture of that, boom, <laughs> it's a picture, right? And then, right. like, the, your life, and you keep on going for months and months and months doing all these things, and all of a sudden, your phone gets filled with shit, <laughs> and then you're like. Okay, well, how can I fix that? Like, like the average person doesn't know how to fix that. I mean, like, if if you have, like, here's okay, let's step back a little bit. If you have a phone, you got a fucking responsibility. <laughs> ability to know what's going on with it and what you're capable and incapable of doing with it. 
it's not just like you know your own personal fucking secretary where it's just like you know hey take this down and then like report to me later you know you got to go through shit you have to you know tech with technology today even though it's great you know, you have to go through that stuff. You have to be able to sort through it and everything. And like, you know, and it's it's almost like this. Listen, man, I'm gonna cut to the chase with you. Okay. Everything, every everything is available to your beck and call right now, isn't it? Uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's say like a month ago, I I I like saw this like fucking on Pinterest this roast beef recipe that involved cheese and onions. Okay. So okay. could, I, could I or could I not do one of the two things? First thing, take a snapshot of all these things, put it in my phone, and forget about it forever, or just commit it to my memory at that point in mind, at that point in time, that I wanted to make roast beef with onions and cheese, and then like go on Google and say, I'd like every single possibility <laughs> for onions and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. The, the second scenario is more adaptable than the first one, isn't it? Well, but what if you want that particular onions and cheese recipe? Then you that fucking do something. Than none of the other ones. You fucking do something <laughs> with it, man. You just don't put it on your phone and say, okay, listen, I'm, I'm going to remember to do this later. You know, the thing is that we, like, fucking flip, like, to the left, to the left, to the left. <laughs> To the left. Oh, I don't want to those left. ones. I don't want those ones. Let's. Uh... Yep. I don't know what happened there. Neither do I. So, anyways, like we were saying, so you flip to the left, and you keep flipping to the left, and you screenshot and you screenshot and you screenshot, and then, you know, before you know it, your fucking phone is filled now. I believe I believe that you ran into the same kind of similar situation when it comes to hoarding like videotapes or CDs or anything like that. It's all accessible to us right now. We don't have to rely on any one instant. This this instant right now, as long as we think it, it can become again if we think it again. You know, right? My dilemma is that like. Why should I keep it on my fucking phone if I could just look it up then? You know what I mean? It's my life is is so my life is so involved right now where I don't need to like take a moment in time to wonder what something is. I just either have to know it or I don't. And what I want to talk to you about is like your purging experience. How have you purged your phone from hoarding? Oh, see, honestly, I don't hoard on my phone or my tablet. I've got three screenshots on my phone right now. Who are ones that I sent to you about using this particular app? Okay. So, I mean, literally, that's all the. I've got a few pictures on there that, yeah, but really, I I just I just don't do it. So, like, when you are perusing the internet and you see something that you like that that somebody else might like, what do you do? I send it to them and delete it. That's I don't it, need right? to keep yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, the, the whole I've done the whole recipe thing. It's I 
do the recipe and usually like within a week I make it and get rid of it. I don't save it. Right. Well, see, here's the thing. Like I noticed people who phone hoard are also <laughs> hoarders in their own life too. Like they, they like, you know, like they'll just see a fucking speck of dust or something and say, wow, that speck of dust needs to stay I there. Need I need that. I need that fucking speck of dust. Or you know what? At one future point in time, somebody is going to recognize how important that speck of dust is. And I'm going to need you three know? other ones just like it so that I can get rid of the one, but not the other three. Right, but, but here's the thing. They'll have one. Here's the thing about hoarders. They don't know what to do with the shit that they have. They just, <laughs> you know, like, whatever. And But here's the thing about phone hoarders is that then they take that that fucking personal defect that they have inside themselves and they go to somebody who does have the technology and they say, can you fix this? Oh no, I can't fucking fix this because I don't know what's important to you or not. And they're like, okay, well let's look through this then. They're like, <laughs> fucking oh. looking through their shit. You're like, you can get rid of this. You can get rid of that. And for every single fucking reason that you say you can get rid of it, they're like, no, I can't get rid of that. Yeah, they you got know, three reasons why they can't. Right, and I can understand that. Like, if it was like a model or like a, a magazine, like we were talking about earlier, or something like that, because you will never be able to replace something that's physical. But this is the digital world we're talking about. <laughs> this is a picture that you fucking snapshot off of something that's been around the fucking world and that is going to be in the legend forever. <laughs> You got it so, off of the internet, and it's going to be on the internet forever. That's right, and I I don't think that digital hoarders realize that that they can't they they can say okay listen when I want a roast beef recipe, there's sixty million of them out there. The one that you got from Sally Susie is not going to be any better than the one that you got from Susie Sally. So, you know what I, I I gotta I gotta correct correct myself a little bit. I am a little bit of a meme hoarder. But that's mm -hmm. because every once in a while I go, with, you know, I'll have like a meme war with my sister. And we'll blast each other back and forth, you know. So I've got a bunch of sister ones saved up for them. But that's just, you know, ammunition for the next war, and then I get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> you there? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were breaking up. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe not again. <laughs> Wow, man! It's like it uh, almost sounds like your voice is in the ping pong device. Really? Say hello. Hello. <coughs> and hug. Uh, hey. No, this has just turned into a whole nother other thing. <laughs> oh, what's it turned into? Well, just basically me and you talking about hoarding. <laughs> <laughs> so when I last talked to you, you were purging your system of like hoarding digital information on your phone and not having enough fucking RAM or space left on your phone for anything so 
Um, with that comes, like we were talking about, um, like getting rid of VCR tapes, digital, and everything, because we are accessible to everything that is right now just by hitting Google and saying, I want this. Right. Right. Now, like for nostalgic reasons, would you keep like original fucking videotapes for anything? It would have to be something really special, like you know, somebody special gave it to me, or I mean, other than that, really, no, no, because you know, the thing is that they don't ha- have any retail value, really, to me, like. Uh, I used to, my dad would buy in his bar, like, these videotapes of these things, and they're like, they're one-of-a-kind things, man. You can just get these, and then you'll have them forever before technology got to the place where it is right now. Right. You know, and that's, that's what I don't think people understand is that whole bridge is, like, anything that you've ever seen in your entire life, you can see again just by googling it and not only can you see it by googling it but then you can also be like fucking totally crushed by it as <laughs> <laughs> you know? a google so, youtube uh, uh amazon prime Switch me over to the phone again. I think my headset died. Wow. Well, we're going to have to cut this one short because I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm driving the Lincoln. Right. I can't hold oh, it. Can. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Yeah, take, take, the, take the Lincoln home and let me know when you're ready. <laughs> like, give me about 10 minutes or so. I'm like, ready to haul over now. All right, bye. <laughs> Doug. Hey. <coughs> I got you. Oh, man. Well, how you doing? You all right? Yeah. You took the Lincoln out tonight, eh? Yeah, well, they let, uh, let the kid use the other car and I needed to drive something. <laughs> Holy shit. How did it perform? Huh? How, how, how did it go? Oh, it's yeah, thing things great. I love it. <laughs> oh my god, the big ass boat. Oh, it's a yacht, it's not a boat. Exactly. Tell me what is it that you own that you drove tonight? Uh seventy-eight Lincoln Continental Mark Five. <laughs> oh it's a, it's a yacht, it's not a boat. It's too fancy to be a boat. Yeah. Both, both not good enough for it. Right, it's a, it is a yacht. It is a yacht. That motherfucker. Uh, how did it drive? How did it drive? The tit- it's like saying the Titanic was just a boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, did I ever tell you that uh, about the Titanic and uh, Hellman's mayonnaise? Ever tell you about that? Uh, it, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, it's a long story. I ain't about to get into it tonight. <laughs> No. 
<laughs> no, not exactly. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about phone hoarding, and now you're talking about mayonnaise hoarding. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about it. No, I am. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, I, guess, I guess we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's your issue. You brought it up. I didn't. All right, cool. <clears throat> On an unrelated topic, how was the Monster Jam? Oh, I loved it. It was great. What did you think of it? I so you think it was your first, first time there? Incredible. I thought it was incredible. Did you know that like Matt Lerner was there? Uh, I saw I saw uh, something on Facebook about it. Right, exactly. And and like they were down on the first fucking level. And <laughs> do you remember like when we were coming down from the third level and we were going down to the first level and it was like, oh wow, it's too smoky down here and shit. You know, yeah. I was all like, hey man, fucking get up on the third level, shit, dude. Like you know, you're looking down on them like you're gods. You know, like <laughs> I thought it was incredible. <laughs> My daughter had a piece of pizza in her hand, a stuffed fucking like El Toro Loco fucking god awful $25 cost me a stuffed animal in her other hand, and she was still going, Yeah! <laughs> so I don't know what the deal was with his kids. You think the souvenirs were like overpriced? Uh, overpriced? I said, were you saying the souvenirs were overpriced? No, actually, you know what? The thing is, is that I only had to buy one souvenir. <laughs> um, you know, like the beers, like were eight fifty a piece. So I bought two of those, and then um, the food was like ten dollars a plate for fucking shit. <laughs> so that was overpriced. But the minute that we walked up to the concession stands for like her toy or whatever. From 30 feet away, she said, I want that red one up there. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, no problem. $25. No problem. That's the only thing she wanted. That's the only thing she held on to. I mean, I did have to wait in line for fucking two hours for pizza for her just because we didn't bring enough fucking food in our purses and our, our knapsacks or whatever we had to get into the place. But the end result was fucking pizza in the face <laughs> big monster truck stuffed animal underneath her arm and a big like underarm fucking yeah yeah kind of fucking <laughs> attitude like with her man could you ever imagine that from a kid that young <laughs> <laughs> no it was a blast um now speaking of you know people that were there and souvenirs my yeah. brother was my brother was there are you kidding no and he wow. bought he bought his son a uh, one of the Monster Jam swords that they have, the plastic swords. Yeah, yeah. And the kid was like playing it in the house and like swinging around, and the end of it came off and right into their TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So not only was it like you know a twenty five dollars souvenir, it's also a new TV. A seven hundred dollar new fucking TV. Well, let me tell you something. I have a solution for that. There is a guy named Cappies, and he is around the Sinclair, not Sinclair Shores area, but um, uh, what is it? Shelby Township, Shelby Township area, right by my work. He can fucking fix that TV for less than like fucking you think, man. Like, he'll be able to, unless there's a fucking hole in it. Yeah, is there a hole? There's a hole in it. Oh. 
<laughs> it like went, it like went right into this. It, went, it like hit, you know. Well, actually, you know what? I don't. It looked like there was a hole in it. <laughs> and now you're making me, you know, like question myself. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you got to you got to question the debauchery here. You know, <laughs> you know, if it, if if it's just like you know, I knocked the fucking thing loose. That's one thing. But no, if I, he fucking totally like impaled the goddamn TV. It's it's worthless, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just fucking it hit hit and cracked the screens inside, you know. <laughs> and that gets me back to the whole fucking hoarding thing. <laughs> because, like, let me tell you something. Like, if you're gonna hoard something, let's hoard technology, like big technology, like that, like fucking TVs and stuff like that, because it just takes a pinprick. And it's done. Yeah, like your fucking TV like a, takes. They're like a dime a dozen now. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, you know, What's growing up, I remember. Yeah, I mean, I, no, fuck you, fuck you. Like the new technology ones and everything, they're all like seven thousand dollars and fucking, you know, this curved curvature shit and everything like that. We have, we all have forty-five inch or better in our house. Let's just admit got, that. And. I, all right. Okay. <laughs> We're trying to see it. So it's all backlit technology. But if somebody fucking puts a bullet who's bullet hole through the center of your fucking TV, then you're fucked. Yeah, but the, the way that they are now, okay, I got a 55-inch 4K resolution smart TV. You know, hooks up to the internet, everything. I paid 400 bucks for it. Okay. Okay. Growing up, I remember getting, you know, big family, you know, Christmas gift was, you know, like a $300 19-inch TV without a remote. Okay. No, you were the remote. You were the remote. They were like, yeah, hey, Doug, the remote. Change the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like so cheap now. It's, they're throwaways. Yeah, but the thing is that like the ones that we bought, like, like, see, like, my father-in-law has this fucking Panasonic TV, fifty-five inch, up above the mantle, been there for years. Fucking every single holiday, it's been on for the last like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen fucking years. If this thing takes a shit, dude, like, what am I supposed to do? Replace it with just as big as a fucking TV? Like, I'm gonna have to spend seven hundred dollars to fucking get this shit done. You know, There's like like I've got one that's that's just that big. Yeah, I paid four hundred bucks for it. Well, let's not even think about spending four hundred bucks for it. Let's just think about like the technology it takes to repair that shit. I've got a dude. I've got a fucking <laughs> man. This let me tell you something. Okay. If you're ever in Clinton Township or Shelby Township Minor, <laughs> uh, Quinder and Anderson Road, there's a fucking uh, a storage unit right there. And if you go in there, like the it's all biker owned. It's like like the fucking outlaws or something, man. They're all like fucking biker, 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 biker. You know. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there by invitation, so I haven't had to go up to the front office and say, "Hey, listen, I want to talk to fucking Cappy's TV." Well, <laughs> that's the name. 
business caps tv c-a-p caps tv okay and he's in one of these like fucking uh, storage units like back there so they usually leave them open but there's been a rare occasion where i've had to like go there like when there wasn't anybody in the office and this dude like the first time i went up there like this guy was on a Harley Davidson and he had on the fucking skull cap and he had on the fucking leather vest. And this guy was big, like six foot two, 600 and a thousand pounds. And just like, I wouldn't want to fuck with him. You know, <laughs> I'm, in my, I'm in my little car when I got TV repaired, you know? So I called, I'm like, Hey, listen, man, this guy's in front of here that he's like fucking looking at me. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I got the Masonic symbol on my license plate. So he's already thinking conspiracy theory. Like I'm going to ruin his own fucking thing. So he pulls up, opens the gate. We all walk in and everything like that. And as I'm going, as I'm driving by these guys, they're all fucking giving me the fucking eye, you know, the eyeball. What the fuck? (laughs) doing here motherfucker what the fuck are you doing here so i drop off my tv and i fucking leave you know and cappy calls me back and he's like hey your tv's ready and i'm like hey am i gonna have a problem getting in this front gate he's like no fucking way it's gonna be open so i go (laughs) and i fucking drive in this thing and this guy in his motorcycle is just fucking eyeballing me so i stop (laughs) i stop the car you got a problem? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you doing here? I'm like, well, I'm going to get my TV. I got it repaired by one of the guys. He's like, all right. So no problem. So I'm sitting there and I back my car up. Like I'm getting ready to put my TV in the fucking trunk and everything like that. But I still want to know what's going on up front. I still want to know what's going on in the front office. Like, like, is this a motorcycle gang owned thing or whatever? So I'm looking. This guy, he's like got the full fucking skull cap on the, the, you know, the, you know, I'm a badass kind of thing. But the thing is, is that he's like about 98 pounds. Okay. (laughs) Now, if he really wanted to drive the motorcycle that he was sitting on, it would be an impossibility because his fucking legs wouldn't even touch the ground. You know what I mean? Like he'd have to keep this thing constant rolling. Just like the centrifugal force of a motorcycle constant rolling can keep you rolling. But if you're a small man on a 700 plus pound bike, it's not going to happen, really. So I knew he was showing off. So I'm peeking around the fucking corner of this thing and I'm looking at him and he's fucking looking at me and I'm looking at him and he fucking goes off and he gets in like this Ford fucking Taurus. It's gold. It's really nice looking and everything. I'm thinking to myself, wow. I really don't want to be in this place, man. These guys are like fucking what's that show like where all the motorcycle guys are like the sons of anarchy. <laughs> it, was re- it was really, really like a bad show on the sons of anarchy. Who's every sing- in there? <laughs> every single one of these guys was like a badass, but it was like, I wasn't intimidated. I was like, you know, like I've walked into bars before, like where I shouldn't have been, you know, and I walked up, I ordered a beer, and people were like, "What?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm fucking thirsty." And they're like, "Well, you don't fucking order a beer in this place because we own." Da 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 da. And I got the fucking 
cue stick and this and that and everything, and I'm fucking battered in a you motherfucker. <laughs> but I walk into a fucking a storage unit owned by a motorcycle gang that is like controlled by. Bar- I'm not really. <laughs> I'm really not intimidated. Yeah, Andy. <laughs> Can I get a bullet? <laughs> it becomes too heavy with the bullets in it. <laughs> right. And I was like, so, so you know, respect for these guys, you know, their intimidation factor. And because it's a bike. Doug. Hey. Well, they might, they, they, they might have put their most intimidating fucking biker out in front. Everything, but you know what? I tell you what, I'm almost fucking willing to right now bust one of my own TVs just to go back to that place to beat the shit out of that fucking little Barty Fife guy. (laughs) (laughs) You got a problem? Yeah, I do. Yeah, my TV's busted. I can't get fucking UHF. Fucking <laughs> motherfucker. Ah, that ain't a fucking problem. That's a cable problem. Ah, so what? Uh, I'm going to jump on this motorcycle. I don't give a shit. Boom. Ah, jump out of my car, man. I'll fucking be like, hey, see my license plate? It says Mason on the back. He'd be like, oh, what does that mean? I'd be like, more than you think. If <laughs> <laughs> we rule the world. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. We we own your storage unit, fucking motorcycle world, bitch. We we own all everything. Everything you own, we own. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. I swear to God, these motherfuckers. Oh man, I sat there and I fucking waited for this one fucking guy. Like like I, when I was dropping off my TV, he's like, "Yeah, just come to the storage unit, drop it off." And they're all fucking looking out the window at me and everything. And they're all like, you know, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, okay, I went there before. And I didn't have my Mason license plate, you know. And they were all, like, fucking giving me problems. I went in there with my Mason license plate. And they were still giving me problems. So I was like, oh, this shit, this isn't working. I would be somebody. I'm still intimidated by Barney Fife. What the fuck is going on here, man? You know, <laughs> it's gotta go deeper. I gotta go deeper, dude. I gotta like fucking have like an old crystal radio. That oh goddamn, did you did it really just fucking give up on us? Oh. <laughs> <coughs> Oh, okay, I swear. So hoarding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you got? Uh, no, I was just trying to get back on track. <laughs> the hoarding thing? No, I was just, I, 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 just whatever. I, you know. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about the hoarding thing. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. All right. I know for a fact. You, my friend, Doug, the one, the only Doug, (laughs) 
as a solution to hoarding. <laughs> you have, you have, I believe, in your back pocket something that can fucking fix this whole fucking ideal of too much shit around the house, too much that around the house. How important is anything to you? Um, really, I don't think anything is really that important. Yeah, uh, I mean nothing that, nothing that's you know worth. I don't even know how to explain that. <laughs> it's well. Let me give you a scenario. Um, okay. All right. There's two different instances. Somebody tells you your uncle died. He says, the last thing that I ever wanted Doug to have was this fucking pipe. Okay. Fucking, here's the pipe. All right. Okay. You look at this pipe and you're like, you're li- you look at this pipe and you're like, I don't give a fuck about this pipe. But then 10 years down the line, there's six boxes of TV guides, <laughs> 13 boxes of fucking empty cigarette packs, 13 the urn in that pipe. What do you keep? And the situation is, is that if you could have one of these things, pick it. it would I have to pick one of the things? Yeah. Okay, then it'd definitely be the pipe. There you go. <laughs> it's simple, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it simple? Yeah. But now, what about the 13 years that you spent, like, hoarding the yarn and everything? What do you do with all that shit? What do you do with all the shit you hoard? Well, see if I know somebody who wants it. If I don't, I'll see if any of it can be donated. If not, throw it away. Burn it. You know, like, I have an effect, like, man, I have such an affection for every fucking thing that I touch. Like, I will touch something and I'll be like, oh, right. and then three days later I'll be like, all right, and I still want it. <laughs> and it's like an advertisement that came in the mail that was junk mail, not even addressed to me, it was addressed to resident, but <laughs> you could have first 5% off of fucking Windows if you really were smart with life. And that's the whole message that was like on that thing. But, like, I don't want to get rid of it. You know, I don't. I don't want to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I might need it. How do you handle situations that? Like, like you know, there's something that comes into your life that you know you have an opportunity to act on it, and you can't act on it at that precise moment, like junk mail. But like three weeks down the line, you know that if you got your shit straight, then you could act on it. How would you deal with that? Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I think I would have to be like in that situation, really. I mean, you kind of look at it, you know, in a couple weeks, I'm going to get my shit straight and I'll be able to do something. Then, you know, wait a couple weeks. And if I'm in reality, I'm really not going to get my shit together. Yeah, whatever. Get rid of it. 
Right. Exactly. You know, that's the whole thing is about like what I'm talking about here is the the different the difference between hoarding. Okay. The difference, uh, hoarding. the difference the difference difference between hoarding and like real emotional shit. Because like I've had so to get rid of things keeping, that really, keeping useful stuff. Yeah. How 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 do you differentiate between the two of them? Like like I've had shit that like I really loved, but you know, like now that when I think back on it, I really didn't love that shit, you know, because I got rid of it then and I had to. I had to. But still there's a little fucking like barbecue inside my heart that says You needed that. I needed that. So, how do you live a life completely hoardless? <laughs> oh, uh, you have to get to the, the the point where you realize that you really don't need anything. You need to breathe. You need to eat. Hello? I'm here. I'm listening. <laughs> you got like really quiet. No, because I want to know, man. Like, how do you live with, like, conceptually? How can you live with nothing? Like, you have what you need. You need shelter, you need food, you need air. That's it. And I mean, the shelter is really kind of uh, necessity banning, you're going to take shelter. If it's sunshiny, you're going to take shelter. You know, but the food and the water thing, like, that always comes too. Like, it always comes, yeah. doesn't it? Like, yeah, it always comes. Like, no matter where you're at. So why, why do we do this? Why, why do we take the technology that we have and hoard it so much? What are we missing? What part of our lives are missing where we have to hoard the digital <laughs> fucking side of things? Like, you know... If it's not important to you, my point is, is like, I've come to the point in my life where it's, if it's not important to me now, it's not going to be important to anybody else. You know, and everything that I've said and posted on Facebook is always going to be there, you know, forever, forever. Why are we afraid to let go? Are you afraid to let not go? Not at all. And I think that. I run it's, into I run into problems that you know people don't understand how I'm that way and it actually causes problems. When it's really on a lot of the stuff that people you know care about or you know think are important, I could give a shit about. Yeah. Is there anything wrong with letting go? I mean, like if we let go of everything that we believe and everything that we feel. 
is there really a problem with that? I mean, like, I mean, I know it's a problem internally, but I think so many people are afraid to just fucking let go of everything that they believed and thought that was real. I think that I think that that's something that's something different, like feelings and beliefs that would be. I don't think those would count in, like you know the, like the letting go of stuff kind of thing. Yeah. You don't think it has like some deeper meaning, like, like I don't want to leave go of this fucking like life that I have, man. Fucking, I don't want to leave go of like this idea that I have about the way shit's supposed to be. You don't think hoarding is like the fear of letting go? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) You know, and now that we, and now that this like phone, we have an excuse not to let it go because somebody else might like be interested in it. You know what I mean? Like, so now we hoard this. And then we fill the fucking micro cards and we fill the fucking memory with everything that we never reflect on. <laughs> we never reflect on those things. We take the screenshots of everything, but we never fucking go back and say, this is what I wanted to accomplish with it. You know, we never go back and say, Hey, listen, the reason why I did this is because it's going to make me a better person. It's always the next thing because we get distracted by somebody else's fucking screenshot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how much of our, how much of our like fucking Ram, (laughs) you know, or how much of our storage space are we fucking storing hoarders, hoarders of thoughts, hoarders of dreams, and nobody's doing anything except for swiping a screenshot and not taking a risk anymore. You know, I'd rather take a, I'd rather take a risk than a screenshot. But then what I'd like to do is take a screenshot of what I was 30 months ago, really 30 months ago. 30. 30, 30. What is 30 months? What is 30 months in translation to years? Two and a half half years? Two and a half. Two and a half years? Okay, so two and a half years ago, I was in an apartment complex dreaming about owning a business. And I was completely out of my fucking mind and arguing with my wife about insignificant things that I find very insignificant to this day. <laughs> but it was like important to them. Anyways. <laughs> well, we screenshot, we hoard. I'm going to leave these last five minutes for you, Doug, to vent. Oh, but I don't have anything to vent about today. It was a long day at work, and I'm just, you know, I'm in my my vegetative state. (laughs) How about like this? Uh, Final words on what we talked about today. Oh, 
Uh, I mean, just I don't know. Uh, How about this? Final words about like, do you like talking? Yeah, I love talking to you about these things. About anything, really. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird, isn't it? Like we've lived we we've lived enough life to where it's just like. We got it. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Red Eye Circus, and I've had Doug on, my friend. This has been talk to Doug. And as always, I love Doug. And Doug, I love you. Uh, thank you, buddy. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Bye bye.